Jerry says he's got a he's got a guy, so he's going. They go into this building, looks like a um, what do you call a Jewish temple of worship? Uh, uh, a synagogue. A synagogue. It looks like a synagogue. Like it's uh, Hasidic Jews with the um, yarmulkes and the curly cute sideburns. What, what's the word for that? Do you know that too? I don't know what those sideburns are. I was on a roll. <laughs> you you were the synagogue in the yarmulke. I don't know. I thought you were the guy. It's called Shirley Temple. <laughs> I was trying not to be disrespectful. <laughs> I thought you were going to come with the real name. But no, with the Shirley Temples. <laughs> I got Yamaka and I got Sydney. You did. Don't come you after did. us. We, we tried. We did our we best. Are a progressive, we did our best. <laughs> we are a progressive podcast that believes in the value of other people's cultures. So I don't know what the girls are called. Feel free to email us and enlighten us. We got Yamaka and Synagogue. It's me. Yeah, so you back with Anthropology, man. We mining and mining and culture. This is the season finale of season two of Atlanta. Season three is right around the corner. We appreciate you going on this journey with us as we mine and mine and culture as always. It's the Silk Man, El Say Doso, Leon, Swap, Macho Man, Silky Savage, the Nature Boy, Silk Flair. Well, my compadre is always. It's your boy Louis Newton, the people's champ, the resident Rizza of the podcast. Lou Kang with the fly kicks. Lou Lou Kaka show with the spirit gun for the ops. You know what it is. So, yeah, we talked, like I said, we on the last episode. And, like, we like to start off just giving you the synopsis via Wikipedia. So, the name of this episode is Crabs in a Barrel. At a parent-teacher conference, Lottie's teacher informs Van and Earn that their daughter is gifted like Earn and requires a transfer to an expensive private school if she wants to reach her full potential. Meanwhile, Alfred and Darius pack to move out of their house and go on a European tour headlined by Clark County. Alfred finds the gun from Alligator Man while packing and tells Earn he wants it gone. Thinking nothing of it, Earn puts it in his backpack. Additionally, Darius's passport has expired, but he knows a guy. While at Darius's passport agency, Earn receives a text from Van that she's thinking of taking Lottie and moving in with her mom. Darius tells Earn that he has seen his improvement as a manager, and even though he may be fired, his family will always be taken care of by Alfred. At the airport, the three meet up with Clark and Lucas. Earn finds the gun in his carry-on at security and slips it into Clark's bag. On the plane, Alfred tells Earn that he saw what he did. However, he isn't angry about it and even compliments the decision. He tells Earn that people only care about themselves in this business, but the two of them are different because they watch out for one another. Clark walks down the aisle and, when asked, tells Af- Alfred that Lucas couldn't make the trip since he got caught with a gun in his bag. Earn confirms to Alfred that he placed the gun in Clark's bag, not Lucas's, solidifying Alfred's feelings about Clark. The episode ends with Tracy arriving at Al's apartment, not realizing that he is left on his European tour. This episode addresses the Jewish lawyer stereotype and institutional racism against black lawyers. Opening song, Walking the Way by Ray Barnett and Larry Hall. Closing song, I Shall Be Released by Nina Simone. Hmm. Crabs in the barrel, indeed. So, we toast into the what are we toasting to here? It's the last episode, Crabs in a Barrel. Uh, they're going on a European tour. 
big things to, are going. We're going to Jamaica. They're going to Europe. We're going to Jamaica. So we we leaving the country for a minute, coming back, bringing you season two of Anthropology. Just getting bigger and better. Cashmere sweaters. Hitting the plane, switching the weather. No need for the pleathers. No need for the pleather. We flying high. Ain't nobody on tether. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's just toast to finishing this up and, and great things on the horizon. But let's toast to, to finishing what you started, finishing projects, but never finishing the... the uh, finishing projects, but never finishing progress. I like that. Finishing projects, never finishing projects. No, I ain't say that right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. Oh, this is good. And tell, tell them what we drink. Tell them what we drink. Yeah, it's that active Tebow. That's a nay. That a nay hole right there. The uh, what, what we got? That's the uh, that's that good extra nay hole. Oh, uh, it, it's like the uh, the watered down version of like what what I got. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's almost as good though. Like I, I got the fifth anniversary. Oh yeah, what you get? I got the uh, double respado, double respado, double reposado. Nigga, you don't know that. I'm El Cedosa. <laughs> you just made that up. No, that's what it is. Oh, it's double reposado. I believe you. What? <laughs> is there's different kinds of tequilas. There's reposado, which is what you got. This is a nejo, and then you got silver. So I got you a nejo like a real about nigga. What I got, because you're like, I, I got the real shit, you know what I'm saying? You showed me a picture. Because I, I, you couldn't afford it, like, because they don't have it in the stores that you go to. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm going okay. to drink it like it's motherfucking 1800 tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to drink it like white tears, nigga. <laughs> Toast to that. Toast to drinking the good shit like it's fucking 1800, man. We here, man. We back here. Mm. So this right. episode it starts off earnest. So we left the last episode knowing, like, hey, this we got a window into their upbringing, things that they've gone through in their lives, looking out for each other no matter what. Mm -hmm. It starts off this episode earns in the back of a. Um, so the last time he was in the car, he was in the back seat. Um, Paperboy was driving. Um, and we're talking oh, wait, wait. about North of the Border. Beginning of the episode, he was driving. And so. let, let me jump in real quick. Like oh, that, yeah. that um, as we know, Donald Glover, he's the producer, writer, all that. Like he, it, this is like his baby or whatever. And when I saw that, uh, and you actually brought it to my attention, like that. Oh, in the beginning, he was driving. In the end, like Paperboy was driving. We're talking about North of the Border episode, episode nine. Right. Yeah. The, or was that? Yeah, that was nine. That was nine. Cool. Right. So yeah, episode nine, like uh Earn was driving and in the end of the episode, Paperboy was driving, like, and like it not just driving, I looked at it as in the driver's seat, like in control mm -hmm. of the situation. Like he was making the moves and dictating where people went, where and how people moved or whatever, and he wasn't doing a good job. Like and at the end of the episode, he was in the backseat. And that kind of took me back to uh that video he had, uh, that song, um, oh shit, it wasn't sober. It was, uh, uh, 
You're losing your fanboy card. You're losing your fanboy card. <laughs> no, you know what? I I don't even remember. But like, and he had a video where like, it was uh, it was like an upbeat kind of pop type um weekend feeling song, and like, he was in the driver's seat, and then he was talking about a relationship with his with a woman who where he would come in when he wanted, like she would be trying to tie him down, like not necessarily tie him down, but like wanted more out of the relationship, and he's like. No, I call you when I need you. Like, and other than that, you just there until she stops responding and she gets a man. And now, like, then the song switches to him. Like, why you never pick up when you call? And like, I I know he over there, blah blah. And he starts getting into that bag. Like, and in the beginning, he's driving the car, kind of talking to her. But in the by the end of the song, he's in the back seat, like kind of yelling at her, who's not really paying attention. She's just driving and shit. And it, it was kind of that same metaphor, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, similar to Helen, where he's driving, going ex- up. Exactly. Yeah, it takes a stand on what their relationship's going to be. Now he's in the passenger side. He has no control. Can't roll his window down. Can't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, like so, like that. That when when you said it, it like clicked and it, it screamed out that, and like that was a. Really was a major part of that. So, so yeah, he starts this episode in the backseat of of a of a lift. So, mm-hmm. like completely mm-hmm. pedestrian, mm-hmm. Um, not um, you know, like they're going to the same place. He's 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 meeting a uh, paper boy for a meeting with uh, with the black lawyer, um, but he he's taking his daughter. Doesn't doesn't really explain why he had to take Lottie with him, but. Um, you know, and you have, you know, that you're at the mercy of this Lyft driver. Uh, you know, this kind of speaks to this kind of, this economy where people make a living off of this gig economy, right? They feel like they have ownership and autonomy. She's up there listening to gospel music. I don't know if this is even a Sunday because who meets with their lawyer on a Sunday, but she's listening to gospel music, not paying attention to the GPS. He's beholden to her. He's not in control, which is... Uh, a metaphor for his life. He's not in control anymore. Right. So, they're in the meeting, and it was interesting because, like, the lawyer, he was saying all these good things yeah, to Pop. Howard. Yeah, he, yep, yep. he did. Like, he's the textbook kind of like, when you talk about black excellence, like, to go from a Howard University, which is the Harvard of HBCUs. And then from there, you're going to Georgetown, which Mm -hmm. is is an elite private university. Then he's got the law firm experience, got the big, got the big billboard right behind him. Right, exactly. Got the nice office, floor to ceiling windows. But when we get down to the nitty gritty of, all right, well, who you represent? Couple Mm -hmm. lawyers, I mean, couple rappers, couple actors. But, but not, not just rappers, exactly one like, hit wonders, reality star are people. Yeah, love and hip hop. He said, I got four people currently on love and hip hop. Like that and that's what they didn't want to hear. Like so or what Paperboy didn't want to hear. So it, and an interesting thing that happened. So one thing I like about the way they do music on the show, it's like the music will be playing in the atmosphere, but then they hone it back into like either someone's headphones yep. or in the car. Yep. In this instance, they have Lottie, they have Lottie there, and she's got her, the headphones on. Like you know, sadly, a lot of kids what they do with their kids, they put a phone in their face on the uh-huh. headphones. But 
she's listening to this stuff. I mean, she's lit, like she the, he's in this scene. He's t- talking all this stuff, trying to sell himself. Howard, Georgetown, right. U Street, blah blah blah, naming all this kind of stuff. She's a, she's in a seat behind them with some headphones on, listening to like kids' music or whatever. But out of nowhere, she blurts out, "I don't like lemons," as he's trying to sell himself and say who he represents. So like I I took that like I saw it from a different perspective. I was watching. And I'm hearing him do all that, like, and it, like you said, it, it, it kind of zooms out, like, and kind of fades back, and you hear the music playing from Lottie's headphones or whatever, and she said that, but I'm looking at that, like, because they're showing Paperboy, too, like, I'm looking at, like, he's saying all these qualifications, but Paperboy's just hearing the music, blah, 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 whatever. I don't like limits, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, Paperboy's not interested in None of that, because the second they leave, what does he say? I want a Jewish lawyer. Jewish, high. high Jewish mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, the uh, Childish Gambino song, it was Heartbeat. <laughs> it was Heartbeat. That was the video with, with the uh, where he was in the back seat versus the front seat. Whatever. Fanboy Carpenter. I got it right. After, like, scrolling on your phone. <laughs> anyway, so... They are uh, walking back, and um, it's just funny how you you're offended by have, by the possibility of your fanboy car being relinquished. Yes, I'm offended by you you insinuating that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about because I do like in all aspects of this, like not just Charles Gate you know, I do this shit anyway. Hey, shit, yeah, yeah, mind and culture, man. You got exactly. I do this shit anyway, so. um... Paperboy is, uh, like I said, we, he's talking to Earn about uh, who he does want. And it, it's, honestly, like it, it was kind of like a, a, a nasty feeling to me because I'm like, no, that, that that's the dude. Like, he's black. Like, he had your back. Like, he should be the, uh, the, the go-to. Like, he had all the qualifications, but, like. And notice what he said. I don't want a Don King that's going to rip me off. So, this, like, Don King... He didn't go to college. He was just a snake oil salesman, yeah. youngster kind of dude. But unfortunately, we have this image in our head that, yeah. you know, you got to have a. Sadly, in our community, it's like if you have someone outside of your community has to validate you. Like you see that all the time, even with hip hop, even with like. It's bad at hip hop. Yeah. But, but you know what? I don't necessarily know that. That's something exclusive to art culture, like, cause white people like Jewish lawyers and accountants too. Like, that's just a that's more of a white supremacy thing than a black culture thing. Like, in white supremacy, like it's a, a stereotype that white people put on Jews. Like, oh, they're stingy with money. Like, they're gonna look after all their coins, so they're gonna be. They're gonna be have the knowledge and the expertise to look after your gold coins too. Like, like you, you, you want a, a Jew boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, like look at Breaking Bad. Like, uh, the the lawyer it's for good, yeah. it's all good, man. Like, it's all good. Like, come to me. Like, I got you. I'm a Jew. He wasn't Jewish. He wasn't Jewish <laughs> but, but give me a Saul good man. Give me a a, 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 a Jewish name. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never even thought of it like that. It's all good, man. Uh-huh. It's all good, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, come, come to me. Like, he, he, 
it probably wasn't no Jewish people in that time. Like, but when he just took it, like, he's the only Jewish lawyer, like, yeah, he's going to get all the clients because, like, white supremacy. So, like, I don't think it's something that's, like, specific and uh, unique to our culture. I think that's just a kind of weird way that Jewish people have benefited from white supremacy as, like, black people have benefited it benefited from it in a situation where it's beneficial to be cool or to be hit like or maybe with women like we 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 get those looks like oh i know he knows what he's doing or like if it, it just just a situation like that or or where it expects like people expect you to be tougher so they don't try you in a situation where they might try somebody like so it's it's those or an asian person might Oh, I assume he's smart and he knows what's going on. So, like the the and by the negatives out by far outweigh the positives, but those positive kind of things are the flip side of the negative stereotypes. So they do exist, and I think like this is a uh, example of that. Like, Mm -hmm. but for the black lawyer, it's the bullshit because like he has all the shit, but you want it's all good, man. Right. Exactly. So. They leave, yeah, they leave that meeting. Uh, we kind of got the impression that that Earn wasn't rocking, that Payboy wasn't rocking with Earn mm-hmm. anymore, but he's actually still, like, he's setting up these meetings. Yep. He's telling them, hey, this is what I need. Go get a, you know, get a high-powered Jewish lawyer or whatever. Um, they leave from that. Then now, you know, it's a lot going on during this day, right? So they're, they're, they're packing up. They're going on this trip. Not only, but what did they have movers for? So he's like, moving into a new place when he gets back because he got a big bag from like the European tour or something like so I wonder what that the significance of that was that they were moving but that's happening they're moving um, in that situation Paperboy sees like hey this gun is still here you got it you trying to jam me up you need to get rid of this right so wait real quick I want to rewind back uh, a little bit earlier to when uh, they were Explain about how Lottie was gifted, like Ernest daughter. Oh yeah, that was before, right? Yeah, that so, was the, that opened up the episode. Like the teacher was. Uh, well, it didn't open the episode. It, this episode then, opened up with them going to the going to meet the lawyer, and then from that, then oh, they went to, to the Lottie. Okay, yeah, 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 I got mixed up. So they they went to Lottie's school or whatever. Uh, then the teacher called a meeting. They weren't sure what it was about. Like they were thinking, like it, it was something bad, as you naturally would when you get called into a meeting with your your kid. You don't you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the teacher was saying, uh, like it was a long stretch. Like Lottie is gifted. So they're like, oh my god! Like I thought she was eating her hair or something. Like they they didn't know that's their kid. But it turns out she's gifted. But the teacher was saying, like she had connections with a way better school. She's gonna send a tool. Said she. It's gonna get Lottie into the school, like, but it's gonna cost money, like, it's tuition. But she definitely needs it because she's not being uh, challenged, and that—that's the word they say. Like, your kid isn't being challenged, and your kid is gifted. Like, to say that this school is shit, like. But I wonder. I mean, she was only in kindergarten. Like, how can you, you know? Because she's only in kindergarten at this point. Because they, they ask, hey, can we, you know, we'll consider her for first grade. What can you do now? Right. Type of thing, yeah. But, like, and what the telling part to me was when they said, hey, we'll, we'll consider that with the extra money it's going to cost us for this and the big change. 
what can we do now until then? She said, nothing. (laughs) Happy two-parent home? No, that was way after. She said, nothing. This school is shit. If you leave your child in this school, it will hurt her. It will actually regress that the 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 advanced stage that she's at, it will go back if you leave her in the school because this school doesn't have the resources, doesn't have the teachers, it doesn't have the student to teacher ratio to where a teacher could uh cultivate that spark in her. So like it's gonna if you don't use it, you lose it situation. And like the, yes. in kindergarten, like she recognized this. Right. And that's you know, that's yeah, that's the importance of school. It's like you're in this developmental phase mm-hmm. um, where you're so impressionable during this period. Yeah, so that is interesting, and that that puts them in a bit of a bind because yeah, they're not going to be in a two parent household. Right. We've already established they're not well together, and then also they don't have the resources. Then also, in order for them to get the resources, he's got to go on tour. But in that moment. Everything's very tenuous between him and his only source of income, mm-hmm. which is being the manager for Earn. I mean, uh, for Paperboy. And like a, a little bit further into the, the schooling thing, though, like it 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 harkened me back to the last episode, which was Fubu, where Earn mm-hmm. was clearly gifted. He was smart. Like they said, like later on in this episode, that oh yeah, she you were smart. Like, oh, yeah, so right. I, I, the, within that exactly. Scene. Like so I. Earn didn't get, like, the teacher when uh, Van asked her, like, as they were leaving, when it was determined that, yeah, we're not going to be able to send Lottie to the school. We don't have the money. We're not a two-parent household. They didn't say that, but it was implicit. We're not. Like, so would you have told us this if she was a special? And the teacher said, no. She said, if I find someone, she said, if I find someone who has a chance to get out of the pen, I'll leave the gate open. Comparing it to a slaughterhouse, yeah, like yeah. the 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 school to prison pipeline is like what I yeah, immediately yeah, thought. Exactly. Like, yeah. It, yeah, that early in kindergarten, right? And I mean that. I mean, again, this is kind of. I mean, the best representation I have of like what school is and the systematic issues around schooling and and poor bad schools and you know un, you know underdeveloped resources all that is the wire. So the yeah. wire, yeah. they had brand new textbooks that mm-hmm. they wouldn't allow them to use. They're using fourth edition when it's like yeah. the seventh edition is out. Um, just in an entire environment where, yeah, you you you're not nurtured and and being able to. It's sad that you have to go to private school, but that's a part of the systemic racism yep. because you go to the school. You know, unless you pay for private school, you go to the schools in your area. And if your schools are under your schools are underfunded because you live in this area, you're not going to have the resources. Right. So I'm I'm looking at that as you have Earn's daughter with a chance to escape that, like escape that fucking cycle of racism and like poverty that like not saying it's impossible to get out, but like chances are against you. Like the, the deck is stacked against you. It's harder. So let me let me get yeah, 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 so earn gifted. He made it out. He got to Princeton. Paperboy just as intelligent as Earn back in food. Like just as intelligent, socially apt, but he did like he's still in the hood. He never went to Princeton. But now you're seeing 
as in their adult life, like them both operating on that high level of intelligence, but like it's just different. But it had earned got a chance to get out. Maybe he wouldn't be homeless right now right. with dropping out of Princeton. Maybe he right, would have graduated. Yeah, that's the point. Like exactly. he didn't graduate. That's the point exactly. I was going to make. Like, yeah, he was able, he was able to get there, but he didn't have the fortitude to stay. Uh-huh. So Earn is seeing his life. He's seen Paperboy's life. These and, and Earn doesn't look at look down on Paperboy. Earn recognizes Paperboy for who he is, like the intelligence that he has. He's not looking down on. So he, I feel like him seeing his daughter in that moment, he has a decision to make. Do I try and break this cycle with her, or do I try to better my own situation to? get her out of it. But in the end, like it's not a it's not even really a choice of do I do this to try and get her out or focus on her? Cause if you focus on her, you can't get her out because you don't have the money. So right. he has no choice but to remove himself out of the two family, two family household that will facilitate her improvement in that way and to chase this dream into into like throw all his eggs in one basket, which kind of perpetuates the the uh the trope of crabs in a barrel because I will do whatever it takes. I can't fail. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't care who I got to pull it down or who I got to step on to get up. It's me and my family because he got me, I got him. Everybody else is food. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it perpetuates that. Like So you're, you're kind of seeing like that whole institutional racism and fucking like uh the, the whole system like in one fucking clean forty-five minute episode, like in thirty minutes, yeah, thirty, like thirty minutes. It's it's right there. Is the no? I fuck with this show. <laughs> so yeah, they go from that, and he's like, "Hey, you know," she's like, "Hey, you got you go on tour for two months, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do that. That's tuition for life." So, mm-hmm. so now they move on to this is his situation, like you say, like he's in dire straits, life's falling apart. Yep. Family, yeah, the, the family thing is completely blown up. Mm-hmm. He's got this pressure of, hey, you know, do I do I fail my daughter who has all these abilities? What am I going to do in this situation? I actually have no choice. I have to rely on this dream that I have of being Paperboy's manager, even exactly. though I've shown that I'm not immediately equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now they're back at the house. He's trying to manage this situation. They got to move. They got to pack. Darius has got to get a get a passport. So he comes back to the house. And then what happens? He gets back to the house and immediately he sees two kids playing the Xbox. He like, who the fuck are y'all? Mm-hmm. And they like, we such and such kids, the movie yeah, guys. Kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, so? So right. No, no, no. He's like, okay, like, what are y'all doing here? Right. School let out. So? so? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Like, so he looks over and the movers are sitting at the kitchen table, like, opening up food, like, about to eat and shit. He's like, bro, like, what, what the fuck going on? We got to get out of here because it's a it's time crunch mode right now. Like, they got to make this flight to get the fuck out of there to get on the tour. And shit's a, or, this shit is already supposed to be done. It's not. And it's like, and the movers like, oh, well, shit, we, we got to eat. My people hungry. It's lunchtime. He's like, no, it's 3 o'clock. We ain't eat before we came, so it's it's like he's just bumping his head like him. He's like, all right, well, and him being a, and this is, I feel like he's 
starting to step into his role more as the yeah. manager. Like, when his back's against the wall, he's kind of stepping up to the plate. He's clutch mode. I give you an extra 50. Do this shit now. Soon as he says that, hey, kids, you grab that table, you do this, you do this. Like, it starts, it, it gets shit moving. He gets them going. Like, he gets, uh, he kind of corrals Darius, gets his shit going. Like, they start, they go to, um, do what they had to do, which was, uh, get his get passport. passport yeah, yeah. And everything. So, now we're getting back into the area where, you know, like we we hinted at uh, by reading, you know, the synopsis that mm-hmm. this is talking about the whole Jewish lawyer archetype and, you know, how they have those advantages through connection and how they have this tight community. It's, it's often alluded to um, within... But well, it's often alluded to throughout popular culture, through like black movies and things like this. One thing that comes to mind to me was um, uh, I Think I Love My Wife. So there's a scene where it's Chris Rock's character. Stephen A. Smith was actually in that movie, if you remember. But they were talking about, you know, always, you know, black elite people are always talking about how black people don't stick together and how the Jewish community sticks together. And they, and they have that bond and those connections. And part of that is... They trust each other. They rely on each other. But you saw in that first scene where you have this qualified, competent lawyer, but he doesn't have the connections to have the high-profile stars. This is the opportunity to have a high-profile star with Paperboy. Paperboy's like, yo, give me a high-powered Jewish lawyer, right? (laughs) So now they're in that office, you know, and go ahead. Right, so... They're in the office to get the the passport. And it's not a lawyer's office. It's Earn doesn't believe that this thing is possible. Like I, but uh, Darius says he's got a he's got a guy, so he's going. They go into this building. Looks like a um, what do you call a Jewish temple of worship? Uh, um, a synagogue. A synagogue. It looks like a synagogue. Like it's uh, Hasidic Jews with the um, yarmulkes and the. Curly Q sideburns. What, what's the word for that? Do you know that too? I don't know what those sideburns are. I was on a roll. <laughs> you you were the synagogue in the I, 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 I thought you were the guy. I don't know what those are. Let's call them Shirley Temple Curls. I was trying not to be disrespectful. I thought you were going to come with the real name, but no, I don't went with the Shirley Temples. <laughs> I got Yamaka and I got Synagogue. You did. Come after us. We, we tried. We did our we best. Are a progressive, we did our best. <laughs> we are a progressive podcast that believes in the value of other people's culture. So I don't know what the curls are called. Feel free to email us and enlighten us. But we got Yamaka and Synagogue. We'll continue. Okay, okay. So. He, he steps into there. He's looking around like, where the fuck are we at? Like, he's, And he said, like, I didn't even know this neighborhood existed. They get up to the window, and he's like, yeah, I need a passport renewed, like, today. And he was like, gosh, you give me blah, blah, He's like, what? I, I didn't know that was possible. And the guy, like, the Jewish guy asked him, so, uh, you, you a rapper? Like, somebody a rapper? Like, you the entourage? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, how did you know? And rappers are procrastinators. Yeah, rappers are procrastinators. Like, and which is kind of like, well, who are most rappers? Most rappers are black. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say that black people are lazy? What, what was he trying to say in that moment? Yeah, like, and that, that but at the same time, like, that kind of harkens back to what Paperboy said and, like, what the the girl who was getting her nails done with him was saying, like, your, your manager is supposed to handle X, Y, and Z. Like, 
Paperboy was saying, like, Earn, you put me in this situation. Like, Earn, like, Paperboy was with the Tracy situation. Like, you know this comes with it. You have to plan for that. Like, and here we have this whole business that is existing only because of a shortcoming of a group of people. Like, their, their clientele has this shortcoming. They know these people don't do this, so we're going to provide that need, yeah. for an expensive price. Like, but we're going to be here for that. Like, so Earn is seeing this, like, and it hasn't hit him yet. Like, not yet, but it will by the end of the conversation. But, like, this is what's happening. Like, they're like, yeah, we know rappers do this. We know, like, I paid you coming in. I know what you wanted. I know what you needed. Boom, here it is. The shit that Earn should already, like, Earn should be going to Darius to find out how to do this shit that they need done. Earn should be the one who says, oh, shit, your shit's not expired. We got to go over here. But Earn isn't experienced enough to do that, to know that he knows now. But at the time, he didn't know. If it wasn't for Darius, they would have been shit out of luck. If that was Paperboy uh, passport that was expired and not Darius, and Darius wasn't in the situation, they don't go on tour because Earn doesn't know about that. So Earn is talking to this guy, and the guy says, hey, like, if y'all need a uh, entertainment lawyer, my cousin is fired. Mm-hmm. And Earn asked him, like, hey. How did he get into it? Well, my uncle did it, too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mother. So, he, yeah, he, asked, he tells him, asked his cousin, like, yeah, my uncle did it, too, blah, blah, blah. He was like, uh, well, let me, let me ask you this straight up. Is there a black lawyer who's as good as him? And the whole room got silent. Pins People and filling out paperwork, looking Stopped. up. Exactly. Girl behind him looking like surrealism. Yeah. Everybody looks and like record scratch. Mm-hmm. The 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 Jewish guy behind the counter says, "They're definitely absolutely." But. Black people don't have the connection. Part of being good at your job is having the connections. Uh-huh. And he said, black people don't have the connections. But why don't we have the connections? We are probably, safe to say, definitely in hip-hop, probably in most music, most sports, most popular sports, like NFL, 70% black. NBA, like 98% black. Uh-huh. But what do you have? We gravitate towards it. Shout out to LeBron James for this, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, and and Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. LeBron yeah. James and Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. They are changing the narrative. Shout like, out to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. And I remember, like, I think somebody, one of these, you know, these whack ass, white ass reporters or something tried to call. He said, LeBron James Posse. Posse. That, that was a dude from Cleveland, the owner. Oh no! It Dang. was a, I think it was a commentator that said it's Posse. I think it was that nigga from um the one that does the show with Sh- uh, with Shannon Stern. I think oh. he called it a Posse. But neither here okay. nor there. The whole point is, we have the talent. We we're the ones that create the value in these different yes, industries. Yes, However, we still are stuck in this mindset of we don't want someone that looks like us to represent us. We're, we're leaning into that stereotype of like a Jewish lawyer, a Jewish whatever can take care of my business better than my actual people within my ilk, even if they have the same education, graduated at the top of their class. But their dad, and it, and it should resonate even more because a lot of these people that go to these Ivy League schools, which we've talked about in other episodes, they got in there 
because their parents donated to the school and they got a building named after them. It's mm-hmm. another kind. It's an affirmative action that reinforces this systematic racism that we deal with. I, I wouldn't call it affirmative action. Yeah, it's a form of affirmative action. If you're getting in because your parents pay for a building or you're a legacy fucking person, that is an affir- that is no, a that, form that, of it. That, that's America. Yeah. Like, I, I would, like, affirmative action is, like, trying to cur- curtail America. <laughs> like, because America is... Connections. It, it, it's not it's racism. You know, it's, it, you know, right. it's nepotism. It's fucking uh, elitism. It's fucking... What, what's the thing with the serfs and the dukes and the fucking duchesses? Uh, shit, I can't think monarchy? of Monarchy? Not monarchy. Um... But right up under classism. classism is a word. I, I can't remember the word. But like yeah, it, it, it's 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 that. Like it's it's like a, an elitism where you have an elite class that is gonna get richer by making the underclass poorer. <laughs> like that, that that's how it works. And the Jewish guy in the in the scene, we go back to the scene, mm-hmm. like he says, Yeah, black guy just as good. But part of the job is the connections. You don't have those connections. And he lays it right out. He says, because of systematic reasons. Like, so he says it right there. And in that moment, it, like, it drops on Earn like a ton of bricks. And, like, in that, like, I I, I empathize with him in that moment. Because, like, I felt it. Like, in that moment, he realized that I'm just as good as that guy. But... I'm not as good at the job as that guy because of racism. Like, I don't have these connections, but, like, all I have is I'm going to go that extra mile. He's not going to do what I'm willing to do. Like, my life is on the line. Like, what did Jay-Z say? Like, uh, on uh, Can I Live? Like, uh, we have... We have nothing to lose. Like, so what do we offer? We offer our lives. Yeah. What do you what bring do to the table? They bring their connections, but he brings his life. Mm-hmm. And you you yeah. see him put his life on the line later on in that episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where are we going to from here? Oh, yeah. So they're in that scene. Mm-hmm. They have that point. And then this is a, you know, going back to, yeah, was it the Streisand effect where, um, Darius and Ern form this bond. So mm-hmm. Ern and Darius, like Ern feels he can be real with Darius about right. the situation, right? So he right. says, hey, I think Ern's going to fire you. Um, I'm doing better. And Dar- Darius like, yeah, I see yeah. that. But, you know, and I'm learning. I'm doing better. And he makes a very poignant point of saying, hey, learning, you know, part of getting better at something is, is failure. But Ern got to make sure that you're not failing. And it's like, y'all both are black. Y'all both cannot mm-hmm. fail. You know, and he's like, hey, you got to be at peace with Earn being with uh, Paperboy saying, hey, I'm going to move away from you as my manager, knowing that Earn's always going to have, I mean, Paperboy's always going to have you. But he's like, hey, I'm not looking for a handout. This is my life, too. I want to be a provider for my family. I want to, you know, grow in this space. But he's like, you can't, I can't be the guinea pig for you. We, We... we both have to succeed. We have to, at least one of us have to succeed. Exactly. We both can't fail. Exactly. And then he he made a point of talking about something like Nigerian, whatever. And he's like, you know, Nigerians don't fail or something like that. Then they get the passport. And then where are they at? They meet Paperboy at the place where he met Paperboy at the start of the season. 
Oh, couch. I didn't repeat that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But not just a raggedy polo. Now you got a Gucci uh-huh. shirt. So yeah. Things are switched up. They yeah. on the couch. Same situation. Paperboy is over here. Darius is in the middle. Earn's over here. Yep. Earn approaches them. And Darius is kind of the intermediary, not knowing him or whatever, right? So, um, so from that point, you know, you see Paperboy's got the blunt. He passes it to Darius. And Darius hits him to pass it to Earn. To say, hey, man, like, you know, like, you know, and that's and that's been throughout the season, especially like I think even then, um, I think it was a Sporting Waves episode. Yeah. He passed them the blunt, like that's a, a sign of like you know conciliatory signs. Exactly. Like I'm rocking with you, whatever. Exactly. Um, and you and to put like another perspective, like in uh, north of the border, they were looking for weed, and Clark didn't have the weed. Like so, like they're they're. Walking around there sniffing like it's like they're following the weed to the cool people. You know what I'm saying? Like the weed is in this sense in this fucking show is like a a a, a compass to who's cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who you can trust? Who you rocking with? Like that. That's yeah. the passing the weed is ceremony. Ceremonial. Right. So then from that scene, um, where do we go? That next scene is the airport. Right. Right. So yep. they're at yep. the airport. Um, you know, earn cut corners by saying, Hey, I had I paid ten dollars for them to drop the truck off. So for them to cut time, get to the airport. That's when they meet up with Clark County. But that's big though. Like I'm not looking at that as cutting corners. I'm looking at that as earn doing what it takes to I'm not gonna take the cheap route and do this and miss this fucking flight. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. The management role, here, I'm breaking, I'm all right, we got to get this move. I'm breaking you off. Here, let's go. Yeah, so, I gotta, yeah. and I misspoke. I wasn't looking at it like cut corners like oh, okay. still being cheap. I'm looking at it like he's trying to find a way. Like, we right, got to get to right, this exactly, exactly. So, what do I got to do? I got to pay you extra to take yep. care of your stuff. Uh-huh. I got to pay you extra so you can drive the trucks. So, when you got to worry about something, now we have the airport so you can get to the flight. Right, he's getting better. That's when they meet up with um with Clark County and Lucas. Um, And then he, they get to TSA. You know, you you're, you're taking your shoes off. You got your carry on, and he and and it's odd because he opens the bag. He doesn't have a. You typically in that situation, you open your bag because you got a laptop that right. you got to put out. You don't have his laptop, exactly. but he opens up the bag to find a gun. If he didn't open his bag, his bag would have just went through, mm-hmm. and then boom. So he opens the bag. And I didn't peep this when I first saw it. I didn't know how he did it, but I remember he's like, hey, can you pass, yeah, pass, me, pass me the bed for a laptop that he uh-huh. no longer has? And then uh-huh. at that moment, boom, puts the gun in there. Right. So he slides the gun into who else? Clark's bag, industry plant. Like, and it was on some secret agent level. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're watching it, like, you won't even see what he does until, like, two minutes later when it becomes apparent what it does. But, like, when you go back and watch it again, like, you see him make a furtive move and then, like, walk off quick and tell Paperboy, hey, we, we should probably hurry up. Like, let's go. Like, they get on a plane and... Which, at that point, you're good. You've checked it. The, the point of contention of you getting to a place is you check your bag. You can't uh-huh. check your bag. You got a bag that needs to be checked and it's too late because that's what happened to me the last time I was in Houston. Like, I got there a little too late for me to check my bag. But once you your bag is checked and you're going no, you still got to get through security though. But at that point, like they're calling, 
you know, to see if you, you know, like they were, well, I guess. Oh, like if you don't get through, like if you get stuck in security, like if it's a long line at that security, TSA getting through there, you miss that flight. Yeah, yo, yo, bag goes there. You don't. How you get your bag? It's, it's a long process. They got to send it back. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Watch. So, like, and that, and that was the point of contention because the, the gun was with him at TSA. Like, honestly, like, I thought, like, okay, you open your bag, you see the gun in there, you walk to a garbage can and drop that bitch in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would have thought. But, like, double thing. Like, another thing that happened during earlier in the episode, he told uh, Paperboy, like, yeah, we you ready for this tour? You should be headlining that tour. And Paperboy said, nigga, I know. Like, that's your job. Like, you should have had me on the headline of this tour, but you didn't. You fucking up. Like, Which, I don't know if that, I mean, it's a nice thing to say and feeling, but Clark County is clearly conveying himself as the bigger artist. Like, he's got the soundtracks. He's got the, the plug. You know, he's, he's doing the singles. None of that plug. matters in this situation, though, because, like, if Paperboy feel like that and Earn feels like that, like, now that's facilitating. You gotta feel like that. Like, any, like, you know, I, I thought about that as, like, Nobody in the NBA is like, oh, I'm just glad I made it to the NBA. If you're just glad you're there, you ain't going to stay there. So you exactly. just got to have that mentality. Zion. He's supposed <laughs> to be headlining something. But, but in reality, I don't think, I mean, from what I saw from this situation and just, but it was weird because it's like Clark County, they, they look like they're neck and neck, but Clark County's getting Way the soundtracks. Yeah, Clark County's right. doing the Yoohoo commercial. It's Big right. Shine versus uh, Fault Too Doug. But not even Fault Too Doug. Like, I was going to say Babyface Ray, not even maybe like Side. Uh, I don't know, like a, a local Detroit Big Shine versus like maybe Baby Cash, who just came and popped out. Yeah. Like that. Right, right. But I was saying it doesn't matter in the sense of the situation we're baby looking at. Money, but baby oh, no. love, like, but whatever. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in the Shout same, out to baby money. I fuck with that Montclair bubble. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is. But in the situation where I feel like you should be heading this tour up, I'm managing you. You feel like you should be heading this tour up, and I failed to get you the headline on this tour. So now I have this gun and see an opportunity to get you the headline mm. of this tour. So I'm not only putting this gun, I'm not only getting rid of this gun. Like that, that's the secondary thing. Cause like I said, he could have just put that bitch in the trash can. Like got got rid of it. But no, he put it in somebody else's back. Like he tried to take down crab in a barrel. Like I'm trying mm. to climb up and I'm gonna use you to get to that next level. So now, instead of you headlining this tour, it's you it's my guy you headlining this tour. Exactly, <laughs> you in jail. You, you ain't you ain't beat that charge. Yep. Like you you taking that charge. Like, but I'm willing to do that to you to so my man's can live. Mm -hmm. Just like that, rewind back to Fubu. Like I'm willing to say, no, he got the face shit. Not no, my man shit real too. Like his shit real. No. You got the fake shit. You gonna fall so my, my, my family can live. Like, no, you gonna take this L, you gonna take this charge so my man can live. Like, yep. and as soon as they got on the plane, like, he, he ushered them in, like, come on, I think you hurry up. They sat down, Paperboy told him, like, hey. So what you did back there. I saw that. 
Like, no, don't even say nothing. I saw that. And he he was telling him like, but when he but yeah, and I don't, so what he said, I saw that, and he's like, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. I'm thinking he's like, you keep fucking up. That's you what I thought it would be. Yeah, I yeah. Can't fuck with you, you know, you going way too close uh-huh. to the edge. You're too incompetent. But what does he do? He's like, these people don't give a fuck about us because mm-hmm. they don't. Right. Like they they really don't like. It's everybody in the world, the industry, they do the same shit to them if it meant them getting a little step up. It's crabs in a barrel and shit. Like, and it, it's fucked up that they are in that situation and in that fucking reality, in that bubble. But that's the bubble they're in. Like, so they trying to climb out of it by any means because, like, we don't know about Paperboy and his personal life and situation. Like, we kind of get a glimpse of it with him being robbed and him making that choice to, no, I'm all in with this, but with Earn, it's different. But like I said, it's a tragedy. Like, you see every aspect of his life falling apart. Like, everything that he could lean on disintegrating, and this is his last bastion of hope to make something yeah. of himself and provide for his, his family, for his for his baby mama, for his daughter who's gifted, who needs him in some type of way. Like, he, she needs him to come through. He willing to do whatever. Right. And Paperboy sees that and yeah. says, that's what I need. That's what you need, right? Because you can go with somebody that's talented, that got all the connections, but they're just looking at you. You're like, you're just another client. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go that extra, extra mile because they got so many other people that they can deal with, right? We offer our lives. He yeah, put his life on the line. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, well, what that white dude brings to the table? Not this. Well, Oh, so <laughs> right, which brings us to the next so, one. <laughs> he put the gun in, in Clark Kelly's bag. <laughs> Clark Kelly, do 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 on the play. Oh man, Lucas, man, he got, he got caught with a burner, man. He <laughs> you know he said he got caught with a tool. And then right. he's like, man, you can't be bringing no screwdrivers to the airport. He's like, no, bro, a hammer, man. Yeah, you know, he caught that. Yeah, you had to. What do you say? Cops got him, man. Right. He's like, nice too, man. Wish it was mine. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> they looking at that nigga different, like a boy. Like he's shiesty. Going back to what? What was the episode was that? Money with I don't know what was that. Money bag shorty. Whatever episode it was in the studio. Yeah, yeah. They had the ghouls right, on the engineer. Right. Like, uh-huh. you say this nigga industry plant, but he he cutthroat with it, man. He's like he. You know what I'm saying? You got that squeaky clean image, but if it's me or you, it's you, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. He showed that right, right there. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but now, so, so I, not- I wonder how, I mean, let's theorize about that. Okay. So he gets the gun. Immediately they say, oh, who bag is this? So did he just look at he just looked at Lucas like you got you gotta eat this and then Lucas ate it or I mean if, if if I'm in that situation, it's my bad. I know I ain't got no gun, like but it's a gun in my shit, like and they like, Who's this? It's, it's it's a gun in here. You my man's like I'm either up there on the come up, I'm looking at you like giving you that look, like you know you gotta eat that charge. Like it's especially if yo if you got a clean record, especially if you got just like one charge, even more especially, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, you you know, I'm gonna look out for you on the back. You a white guy? Well, oh yeah, you he probably gonna be charged anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. 
Yeah. I didn't know I, I didn't could know do I that. Could do that. <laughs> well, now you know. He's a white guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry, officer. I didn't know I could do that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> get out of here. You probably on the next spot. Right. <laughs> Probably get there before them. But for your inconvenience, we're gonna get this G five for you. Sorry, sir. So yeah, and that's but well, what right. I, what I would say to that, like, is if it was Paperboy who had the gun and hit shit, if he had looked at Earn, you think Earn taking that to her? See, so yeah, that's interesting. So who's the really nigga? Lucas or Earn? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I thought that was what I was going. Oh, I, I, know, man. <laughs> I don't know if Earn taking that charge, right. man. <laughs> so then from there, they looking at Clark like, oh yeah, we came while we were there. This nigga, yeah, this nigga's different. Right. And then going back to the house, and then you know, enter Tracy. Now mm-hmm. Tracy, he's been. Like Tracy's been riding the coattail for a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Even in the money bag shorty episode, he's like, "I'm, you know, I'm with them. I'm paper boys, bodyguard, whatever." So now he's at the house banging on the door with Chinese food with a woman, and then you right, know, they so, want to end it on comedic effects. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, man. I ain't yeah, so that's the end of this episode. So what this leads to, they're on the they're on a plane going to you know on this European tour. Um, uh, Earn and uh, Paperboy's relationship is solidified. Um, they're looking at they're looking at Clark County a little little different. So you know that's kind of foreshadowing that Clark County is probably going to play a big role in, in this upcoming season. Um, I noticed in the trailers that they have Van in some of these episodes in Europe. So I wonder how that's going to play out. But either way. Um, we're going to be giving you uh, moving forward. Well, we don't want to say exactly what we're going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay but tuned. Yeah, stay tuned to Anthropology, where we mind and mind culture. We appreciate you going on this ride with us for season two of Atlanta. We're all interested to see what's going to go on in this next season. But also stay tuned and keep it locked with Anthropology because we coming back with more for your head top season two. Straight off the flight from Jamaica on some Jumpman shit. Silk man, 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 man, silk silk man, 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 silk man,